0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today, we will unlock the book, Memories, Dreams, Reflections. This book is the autobiography of Carl Jung. Many will refer to him, alongside Sigmund Freud and Alfred Adler, as one of the three towering figures who developed the theoretical basis of psychoanalysis. Jungian theory is the most abstruse out of all approaches to psychoanalysis. His works integrate theology, religion, literature, philosophy, and even alchemy. His autobiography is no less daring and eclectic. Jung once said, My life is a story of the self-realization of the unconscious. It is no surprise that Jung's autobiography— the narrative of the events that shaped his legendary life, is also infused with his dreams and visions. When reading this book, we will get the intense impression, that due to his character and the experiences of his life, Jung pays more attention to his inner experiences than to the external world, notably, Jung understood himself through his heart. In this book, Jung uses a series of turning points to tie together his emotional and spiritual growth. These include an accidental fall in his childhood, an inspiring book, new friendships and breakups, travel revelations, and other incidents bringing change. These turning points reveal his lifelong intellectual journey, allowing the reader to glimpse the process of his thinking and contemplate his achievement. Jung recounts numerous memories over 80 years involving his family, friendships, education, career, and many other aspects of his life. We can share his joys and sorrows, ideals and beliefs, intelligence, inner conflicts and struggles through these memories. Jung's immeasurable achievements include the foundation of analytical psychology, the standardization of the clinical application of word association, and his proposed theory of psychological types. His academic achievements continue to exert a profound influence on psychological research. He devoted his entire life to writing and documenting his research producing many highly acclaimed books, among them, Psychology of the Unconscious, and Analytical Psychology, Its Theory, and Practice. These works are still standard texts for a vast community of today's psychotherapists and counselors. This book, Memories, Dreams, Reflections, spans Jung's entire career development and tracks the genesis of some of his other essential works. In this bookie, we will consider Carl Jung's extraordinary life in three phases. Part 1 – Jung the solitary boy Part 2 – The young academic idealist Part 3 – The psychologist and academic achievement Jung's memories began at the age of two or three. During his childhood, he recalls that the family atmosphere was oppressive and lifeless. When he was three years old, his parents separated. His mother spent several months in a hospital in Basel, and Jung later speculated that this illness could have resulted from her disappointing marriage. The period of his mother's hospitalization forced them to live apart. Jung was left in the care of his aunt and the family's domestic servants. Family tensions caused him so much distress. He was often left on his own, and amused himself with fantasy games. These experiences shaped his introverted and withdrawn personality. From this time on, he began to construct a personal inner world. Jung's grandfather, father, and uncles were all pastors. Growing up in a family with such strong religious convictions inevitably infected Jung's mind. From an early age, he became intensely curious about religion and philosophy. At six, Jung began an extensive program of reading on the subject. After learning Latin from his father, He started to question him about religion and God's existence, and often discussed these issues with him. Even drawing on the knowledge of a full-time pastor, Jung was left with many unanswered questions. According to Jung, his father was afraid to entertain any doubt, and would just shrug and turn resignedly away. He stuck to his dogma and tried to avoid the torment of confusion. After a while, the young Jung stopped pumping his father about theological issues, and sought answers on his own, delving into a vast library of philosophical and scientific works. When little Jung needed his mother, she wasn't around, when he needed his father, Jung's curiosity was never satisfied. The situation at this time affected Jung's perception of both sexes. He admitted later that he grew up with a somewhat distorted perception of the sexes. He felt that love was not to be trusted. For a long time, the word woman— conjured up inherent unreliability, and the word father, implied reliability accompanied by powerlessness. It was not until later in life, that these early impressions were reconciled, and subsequently, constantly revised. These circumstances provided many opportunities for him to be alone and to explore his inner self. Owing to his extreme isolation and consequent loneliness, Jung was particularly eager to go to school there he believed he would find new playmates. At the age of eleven, Jung was sent to a secondary school in Basel. However, he continued to be absorbed by questions of faith, God, and other spiritual dilemmas. He seemed out of place alongside his teachers and classmates, not helped by his withdrawn personality and a sense of boredom or fear of engaging with school subjects. On one occasion, Jung diligently completed an essay, Expecting praise from the teacher. But he was publicly reprimanded. The teacher insisted that Jung must have copied the essay. As a young and impressionable boy, the reprimand cast a shadow on his mind. He gradually developed an aversion to school. In the summer of his 12th year, an injury gave Jung an opportunity to improve his peace of mind. He could choose not to go to school. Jung relates the story like this On his way home from school, a boy shoved him, he fell and hit his head on a stone by the roadside. The thought that flashed through his mind at that moment was, now you won't have to go to school any From then on, he suffered from fainting spells. They came on whenever he went to school or settled to do school homework. To allow him to recuperate, his parents had to let him stay at home. Later, recalling the experience, Jung said it opened his eyes to the physical effects of neurosis the good days without school lasted for nearly half a year. Jung was footloose, immersing himself in his favorite worlds of dreams and books. Although Jung was at ease with himself, his parents were distraught. They consulted several doctors about Jung's treatment, but the results were all unsatisfactory, until one day. Jung overheard his father in conversation with a friend. Jung could not help but feel guilty— When he heard his father expressing his concerns about his son's future. From that moment on, Jung made up his mind to study diligently, and in this way, by willpower, he managed to overcome his fainting spells. It was around this time that Jung began to formulate the idea that he had two different selves. One was still the parent's son who went to school, studied hard, but was not very intelligent, could not understand algebra, and did not feel entirely sure of himself simultaneously, the other self was mature, a man of authority living with the values of the 18th century. Jung called this old adult his second personality. Despite being distrustful and withdrawn, this figure could feel close to nature and the spiritual world. When he was alone, Jung would slowly occupy this second personality. In this persona, he could pursue peace and solitude. Jung believed that the second personality had played an important role in his life. Relentlessly, he tried to make room for the things that came to him from deep in his soul, that is what is known as the subconscious. After Jung returned to the high school, he graduated and was about to enter college. He was very excited to explore the world, be free and finally break out of his insular and boring life. However, beyond these joys, Jung was faced with a dilemma. He loved many subjects, natural sciences, history, and philosophy. How should he fix on a major? The young Jung caught up in this frenzy of choice, recounts two bizarre dreams. In the first, he was digging in the woods, looking for the remains of a prehistoric animal. In the second dream, he saw a vision, a magical animal amongst the trees. Jung felt exhilarated by these two dreams. They aroused in him an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. The experience of the dreams made him feel, that it was imperative to find out the truth about the world and nature, persuading him to opt, without hesitation, for the study of natural sciences. Given his family's limited finances, Jung entered to study medicine at the University of Basel, not far from his home. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for BOOKEY at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.